there's a lot of cyberpunk that's about like I'm a rollerblade ninja or I'm climbing skyscrapers or I'm doing these crazy martial arts that kind of thing right right like there, there's a there's a physicality aspect of it that's often missing in traditional sci-fi sci which can lean cerebral like everybody in this story is defined by what they do like they 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 have they have jobs and physical activities and they're performing them right in front of you. It's not it's not a philosophical discussion. It's it's a series of parts of people doing stuff. And the stuff tends to be very physical. Yeah, I mean I think to me, Cyberpunk generally is a genre that values competence and skill above all else, which is not just cyberpunk. I mean, I think that there's a lot to be said about like all the, the genres that we cover in this podcast, sci-fi and fantasy. Um you know, the phrase competence porn has been tossed around as a genre, uh, a sort of genre title in recent years. And I think that, like, a deep strand in sci-fi and fantasy for a very long time is this is this sort of fetishization of extreme mastery, extreme skill, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but in cyberpunk in particular, it's like that is what – it's not necessarily that your skills make you the chosen one. It's that they make you cool <laughs> and they make you socially worthy and they make you the one person who can navigate – Worlds that are always incredibly chaotic and require a tremendous amount of savvy to navigate, right? Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, is there an is is would urban athleticism be a subgenre of cyberpunk? I totally agree. I think you could make that case very strongly. And there are people listening to the show that have sort of read and watched and played a lot more examples of the genre than I have who could comment more ably on it. It was one reason I love our Discord because they're very smart about that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm totally on board with that. I just think it's it's interesting to think about the extent to which um, so much of the kind of stuff that we cover on this pod has always been about the fantasy of being so good at something that that your skill at that thing kind of it transports you into adventures, it transports you into meaning, it transports you into journeys where you can get what you want. It brings you closer to what you want. Um, yeah. We don't we don't like to be that person, I think, uh a lot of the time. And I, I will admit that one of my guilty pleasures is kind of pretending to be that person when it comes to posting on Twitter and people ask me for advice and I'm like, Well, let me tell you how it is. That's that's my big cyberpunk <laughs> <laughs> trait, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well it's it's one of the things that's interesting for me about this story. I don't know if you remembered this, but like when you were initially working on knife one of the people I call the dotted line to you was Bruce Sterling. And the, the reason is uh, you, both, you both treasure a certain type of dis- detachment. I mean, it, it, it's different, but there's enough similarities. Like um, you, you are immediately suspect in your writing and in your well, in your tweeting and in your general behaviors of people who um, immediately share all of their deep emotional reactions without process, like that. Like I know for a fact that I ever want to irritate you if we're talking about something and I'm worried about it is that I just like download all my worry to you without ta- without thinking through what the consequences are and have it like like doing it in advance, like you, you like that reserve and you like it in characters and you like it in yourself. And Sterling does too. Yeah. I think that's a very, a very intelligent diagnosis of both me and Sterling. And I'm, by the way, I'm glad we're finally getting to Sterling because we've talked about him for a while. You're right. 
uh, you brought him up when you first read early drafts of knife. Um, yeah, I, 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 you're, you're not wrong at all. I think that what's interesting to me, I, my natural kind of impulsive bent is to be very anxious and to worry about the downside risks of like literally everything. And okay. the the way that I've learned to cope with that is by making myself kind of rationalize things, making myself think about things before I act, making myself get distance from my own feelings. And really, this is one thing that has really that has plagued me as a novelist. Um, we're in a cultural moment where I, I said this a million times in the show. I'll say it again. We're in a cultural moment where people feel like this kind of primary raw access to unmediated feeling is what fiction, a lot of fiction should be doing, especially literary fiction in many cases. And I have a really hard time with that. I'm more interested in what characters think than what they feel. I'm more interested mm-hmm. in what their internal narration of things is, how they justify, rationalize, narrate things to themselves rather than just, ah, here's what I'm viscerally feeling. Because I, I can't, I can't live that way. Um, I guess some people can. Uh, but yeah, I mean, maybe this is where I'm most Gen X is my, <laughs> I'm always yeah. searching for that, that kind of distance. Um, well, I, and I get- should be, I, I should be clear here. I respect it. Like when I, when I say this, it's not, uh, I'm not dragging. Like no, no I don't, I don't feel, I don't feel dragged at all. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're being quite generous as always. And you're totally right. Um, yeah, I mean, Sterling is someone like, I, I am very much looking forward to reading him at book length in Islands in the Net, which is going to be coming up here soon. Um, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to your reactions too, because like, man, if you thought this was Gen X, holy crap. Like, uh, <laughs> Islands of the Net is very end of history. Hey everyone, what you just heard is a preview of our latest exclusive episode. To hear the rest, and to access our entire catalog of exclusive content, as well as our patrons-only Discord chat, become a patron at patreon.com slash podsidepicnic. That's where you can support our work and make sure you get access to everything we do. patreon.com slash podsidepicnic.